At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Always follow the, follow the money. That's what I always say. You always follow yeah, the money. Yeah. This is Follow the Money with Mitch Moss and Polly Howard on VSIN. Back at it, baby. Paulie Howard, Matt Humans, Mitch out. Beeson has a great new offer to help make this your best betting year ever. Our all new big game, big dance special provides VSIN all access to everything we do from now through April 5th. For only $69, sign up now and get our daily best bet emails, 24-7 video access. The big game in college hoops betting guides. You must get point spread weekly this week with all the tidbits and the great trends with the NFL playoffs. And we, we ran down the 3-6-15-0-1 underrun before last year. Uh, full access to vcin.com. The betting splits as well. vcin.com slash big deal to sign up today. Great to have him back for his weekly spot now that we get going with golf again. Indy Jeff Seeley, Cutmaker Podcast at Cutmaker Jeff on Twitter. Subscribe to the text message service as well as he gives out plays and send plays before every round and matchups and uh, kind enough to come on as well. Okay, so we have the Sony Open in Honolulu. Can you tell us a little bit about the course, please? Let's start there. Yeah, sure. We got the Wiley Country Club is a short 7,000-yard par 70. Uh, it's playable by pretty much everybody on PGA Tour. Um, it's been wet, and so I expect an, another um, really low round. I don't think the winds are going to be crazy either. So we saw some scores in the you know 30-under range last week, and I think we'll see scores of 25-under or close to that range winning again this week, fellas. Hmm. How about last week? You called that, too, about what the, the finals – the final score could be what they would shoot. Oh, it was insane. <laughs> it was absolutely insane. Yeah. And, and, and again, I, 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 well, well, this week we don't have the, all the top end talent that we had last week. Again, I won't be shocked if we see 28, 29, 30 under three. Yeah. These are two of the easier courses really on tour. If you don't have wind and uh, we didn't okay, have that fair. last week in Maui as well. All right, uh, Jeff Seeley, let's talk a little golf here. And I get into specifics because I was talking with Wes Reynolds about this tournament, the Sony Open in Honolulu. Seven of the past eight winners played the previous week in Maui. Oh. Does that factor into your handicapping here? Because we're looking at the top of the board. Last week's winner, Cameron Smith. I bet him last week. I'm not going to bet him this week. I'm not going to bet the favorite in a tournament like this. Uh, a couple of guys you like, Webb Simpson, who fits on basically every stat profile you look at in course history as well. And then Corey Connors, those guys did not play last week, Jeff. Yeah, I know. You're right, Matt. And it definitely, it definitely comes into play. I will tell you, when I ran the model, 
I mean, it, it, it is very, very, very seldom that I see a guy who jumps out and who is ranked first in every single category against every, on every single time frame. And that's what Cam Smith was this week. I mean, he is by so, so far and away like the best, the, the, the correct play, if you will, but the price is terrible. And like you said, I just can't bet him at this price coming off another win. So I think he's a bad bet. I think but if you're playing in a, in a DraftKings tournament, I think he's a terrific play because I think he's going to be low-owned, and I think he has – I mean, he could absolutely go back-to-back. He's on absolute fire right now. But, yeah, I, I always say – I've said in the show a million times, mm-hmm. you've got a short course, you play Webb Simpson. Um, and, and I think this is another week. Well, yes, he didn't, he didn't play last week. But he did play in December. He played in um, Tigers, you know, Hero, uh, Hero World Challenge. So he's played within the last 30 days or so. I think you can take a look at Webb, and, and the price is right. If you wanted to go there, I'd have not bet him yet, but I certainly can make a case for Webb Simpson. Why are you high on Corey Connors? Man, Corey Connors is the best ball striker, I, I think, in this field. And, and his, his boogaboo really has been putting in, in general. And for whatever reason... Um, he is, he's putted really well here. Um, he's, he's almost the opposite of, of Cam Smith in that sense, in that I think he's a terrific bet this week. I bet him at 26 to 1. That price has come down a little bit. I still like him north of 20 to 1, but I think he's going to be wildly popular in drafting uh, DFS tournaments this week. So he's, I think he's a great bet, but probably not a great drafting tournament play. Okay. And, and what would you get Harris English at, and why do you recommend a play on him? You know, it's just interesting. When you look at guys in the range of where Harris English is, I mean, you look at guys like, you know, Abe Answer, Kevin Na, Russell Henley, Taylor Gooch. All those guys are, are solid. Kevin Na won here last year. But Harris English is the best of that group, in my, in my opinion, just the best golfer. Um, so when I look at him, I play, you, you play him in the range of 33 to 1 or so. Getting Harris English, a golfer of that quality, in a field that is relatively soft this week, I think Harris English is a great price. Yeah, I think that's a pretty good recommendation. Two guys I don't see in the field this week. I'm a little bit surprised. Frank Reich and Carson Wentz. <laughs> uh, Andy, Jeff, can you? Ex- these guys are going to be on a golf course somewhere. They're not going to be in Honolulu. Can you explain what happened to the Colts and the collapse in Week 17 and Week 18? You lose to the Raiders and the Jags. You know, it's, it's funny. I, I watched every snap of both of those games and. And the in the case of the Jaguars, I mean, they, they, it was inexplicable. I mean, their offensive line got dominated by the Jags' defensive line, which I think was yes. 30th or 31st against the run. Uh-huh. And I mean, I, I was, you know, I, I I was definitely on the Jonathan Taylor over rushing yards prop at 119 <laughs> yards. Absolutely, I just I couldn't understand what I was seeing, and I, I and the biggest and a huge part of the, the the problem, right, is Carson Wentz. There's no question. I mean. He, he turned the ball over. He fumbled once trying to switch hands, which he does yep. randomly, which makes, drives me insane. Yep. And then he throws in a double coverage all the time. He did it did it again last week, and, of course, he had a fumble and then an interception. So, I mean, if Carson Wentz is the quarterback week one next season, I hope he's gone through major psychological evaluation because I don't think it's lack of physical talent from Carson Wentz. His decision-making is just the absolute worst I've seen in a long, long time. He just makes terrible decisions, and Frank Reich keeps backing him. So uh, I, I hope for, for Frank Reich's sake he doesn't continue to hitch his wagon to Wentz for too long because 
Uh, you, 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 I, you get rid of one, you might have to get rid of both. Uh, that is a great answer and good points. And as Peter King told us yesterday, Reich is putting his uh, career, at least with Indy, mm-hmm. his coaching uh, tenure on the line here back in Wentz, although I thought he'd be loyal to a fault. I did read a report that he won't commit to uh, Wentz coming up next season. You know, that was I, I am still shocked at what transpired Sunday. If you tell me Jacksonville's going to win that game, okay, because they did beat Buffalo, but it was 9-6. But they just lost 50-10 to to the Patriots, <laughs> yeah. and it was 50-3 to with three minutes left. Uh-huh. I mean, you tell me they're yeah. going to blow them out, and it's 23-3 yeah. in the fourth quarter? I say, no way, you're on drugs. Yeah, well, I mean, it's one thing for them to cover, right? Like, I wouldn't be shocked if they would have even covered, yeah. but it's funny, I was talking yesterday with um, – with with Bob Kravitz, one of the uh, the writers for the Athletic who covers the Colts, and he was telling me that going into the game, he he, he bet he actually like made a bet on the Jags uh, money on, on the spread. He was like, but I was going to bet. The, he was so mad at himself for not betting the Jags money line because he thought the Colts could lay an egg, and I I couldn't believe it because I mean I don't think anybody really saw that coming. And uh, yeah, no, it was it's disgusting. And now now you know I I've got Lance Stevenson to cheer for and. Uh, we had a we had a boring national championship game for seventy five percent of the game, so that was that was something. Follow the money, Paulie and Matt Humans in for Mitch, Visa and the Sports Betting Network. Jeff Seeley, our guest. Nine outright winners since the restart. Great golf handicapper, the Cutmaker Podcast at Cutmaker Jeff on Twitter. Subscribe to the text message service as well. Uh, a couple other things with the Sony Open. Give me one bomber that you played and your favorite matchup, please. Yeah, there's, I, I played two bombs this week, and guys who are in the hundred to one range. And, and Matt, you mentioned you know being important for guys who have played last week. And two guys I like, or that for the, I think for the price are good, are KH Lee and Brendan Grace. Uh, both played last week. Uh, both are you can find north of seventy five to one. I played both of them at a hundred to one. Um, I, I you know, both these guys again shows shows signs of life last year. Brendan Grace is a guy who's um, competed in majors and and who finally came through last year. So I think those are two guys I like at that price range. And then a matchup I really like this week, you know, you, you, you look at Charles Howell the third, Charles Howell the third has the most strokes gained in this tournament of anybody. He is a true course horse. Um, so I played Charles Howell over Matt Kuchar. Um, and I think Charles Howell is going to be really popular in a lot of matchups this week for a good reason. Indy Jeff and Jeff Sherman of the Westgate Superbook both have recommended Brandon Grace this week. So I went ahead and played him as well as a long shot. I got 75 to 1, but yep. there were spots out there with 100 to 1. Yes. Very good, my friend. Good Actually, luck. We'll talk to you next week. Thanks, fellas. All right. Well, I mean, the, the Grace thing also mm-hmm. makes sense because that was a uh, Brian, Brian Blessing loved Grace. <clears throat> Brian like Blessing's two favorite players, Mark Leishman and Brandon Grace, and uh, Grace from South Africa, Leishman from Australia. And the Aussies play well in Hawaii. But uh, I've I played both those guys this week. So let's hope Blessing brings That's home right. a winner. That's right. Absolutely. That'd be great. Uh, we'll get some of your picks coming up as well. I know you've, you've been unbelievable with golf for two, three years. Uh, what you like as well. Little college hoops we'll get to uh, in 15 minutes, too. I, I just... That Kravitz had a great line that Wentz was brought in to take control and provide sp- uh, stability to the position. And he's made it worse. Yeah. And he's right. Between that contract and how bad he was down the stretch, and Jeff is right too. What's he trying to the shovel passes? Remember, he tried to throw a ball left-handed, pick six against Tennessee. He's switching hands. He, he fumbles against Jacksonville. I mean, what are you doing? Paul, I think the worst pass 
Carson Wentz threw all season was the one against the Titans. The left-handed one backed up. No, not yeah. that one. Oh, not that the one. The one where he threw into triple coverage and it got picked off and basically handed the Titans the win in that game. You remember that? It was, uh, I think, the first drive of overtime. Oh, it was, okay. Yeah. He okay. threw into triple coverage <laughs> when he had Jonathan Taylor wide open in the middle of the field. If he drops it off to Taylor, he probably runs 30 yards and the Colts are close to getting in field position to win that game. Taylor had nobody around him within 20 yards of him. Dump it off to him. 25, 30-yard gain. He threw into triple coverage down the sideline. The ball got picked off. At that point, I said, all right, I'm going to start to check out on Carson Wentz. When you mm-hmm. make decisions yep. that are that bad, uh, you're not a franchise quarterback. I think the Colts, though, they're on the hook for about $15 million if they let him go now. So I think they're probably, probably going to have to give him one more year. Like the Browns with Baker. Yeah. I mean, what are you going to do, right? Some unbelievable playoff props we'll get to from courtesy of DraftKings next on Follow the Money. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. The Sports Betting Network. First Bet wants you to get in all the horse racing action. Sign up today with promo code Vegas1000 and receive $10 instantly and up to a $1,000 bonus. Visit vcin.com slash horses for details. Bonus code Vegas1000. Can't wait till uh, the NFL playoffs. What do you think of the Monday night game, by the way? Are you a fan of this? Would you rather see back-to-back triple headers? Oh, love the Monday night game. Okay. Are you serious? I love the idea that's going to come up soon. I've been talking about this for 15 years. I think there should be at least once a month a Monday night doubleheader. Oh, I agree with that. I mean, think about yes. how great Monday night football used to be, and now it sucks, right? Because a lot of times, most times, the best game is on Sunday night, and a lot of times we're getting a garbage game on Monday night. Right. Uh, I love the fact the playoffs have been spread out a little bit, and we get Saturday, Sunday, and Monday night games. I think it's awesome. Yeah. It's got to be good for... It's good for betters and, and bookmakers as well. Sure. Yeah. It's a to good have an isolated primetime game like that. Well, yeah. A good game, playoff game, Manning cast as well. I cannot wait to see where the guests are going to be on this one. Uh, maybe bring out the big guns for a playoff game. Uh, and then, uh, you know, it's unfortunate the Sunday night game is it's such a big spread. And they just played in Kansas City, drubbed them. Good props, though, courtesy of DraftKings. These are intriguing. Very good. Most playoff passing yards. Mahomes the favorite, plus 225. Brady, 
plus 275. And then you drop down to Dak, Stafford, Burrow in that 8-1 to one range. Mm. But you think, okay, you know, Aaron Rodgers way down the level. Of course, he's on the bye, though. So you're going to have you have to take the guys who figure to win a couple games, and you're going to get that first game because they're not on a bye. Right. So Mahomes is your leader, plus 225. Then you have Brady, and then you get into Stafford. And uh, can you imagine if the Rams lose playing fantasy football? You make the big trade for Stafford. You bring in, you bring in Beckham. Mm-hmm. You make the move for Miller. Yeah. And you could go one and done. Uh, and you don't, you don't have all these draft picks. No, no draft picks say, Even prior to that, you traded two first rounders for Jalen Ramsey. Uh-huh. You know, all all yep. these deals that uh, the Rams less need and uh, Sean McVay have made, and all this could backfire mm-hmm. on the Rams. So yeah, I, I could believe the the Rams would yep. lose this game. The Cardinals. We've been talking about these trends in the first hour of the show. Cardinals are the best road team in the NFL, eight and one straight up in ATS, yeah. and they beat the Rams in LA thirty-seven to twenty in early October. It was a blowout. Yeah, I could easily see the Cardinals winning this game. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know this this prop is intriguing though, because like it, you yes. said, it's risky in the middle. Yeah. Because will the Cowboys win a game? Cowboys well, could get knocked out in the first round. So if right. you're going to bet Dak Prescott eight to one, you could be knocked out pretty early in this one. Uh, I know the Niners prefer to run the ball. A lot. I wonder if a guy like Jimmy G is worth a shot at twenty-eight to one. If if I were to bet a prop like this, I'd have to look at a long shot. Uh, I think the Niners. You talked about this coming into the playoffs as a hot team, especially offensively. Um, is Jimmy G worth a shot at twenty-eight to one? I don't know. Patrick Mahomes is the obvious favorite, though. The biggest favorite in the first round is Kansas City. So essentially guaranteed at least two games, probably going to play three playoff games. Uh, so he's got to be the favorite. Tom Brady close second. I mean, if you had to bet one guy on this list, who would you bet on the quarterback list? That's tough. I'd have to go chalk. I'd have to go chalk with uh, with Mahomes. But that's you can't. So you, you can never bet against Brady and count him out either. And they might. Uh, they should beat the Eagles, and they could draw Dallas then. Yeah. In the next game. But then you Kansas City could host Josh Allen. But yeah, Buffalo. One. And that yeah. didn't go well the first meeting. Uh-huh. So how about well wide well, most receiving yards is no surprise. It's Hill and Kelsey. Hill, Kelsey, Adams, and Cup. All at the top. Well, Tyreek Hill's not healthy right now, right? Uh, uh, right. He got he got banged up before the Denver game in warmups. He's eight to one. Kelsey's eight to one. So is Adams and Cup. And then you see Diggs at 10, Evans 12, Samuel 12 as well. I mean, Samuel, that's pretty low. I did a lot better than that one on Samuel. Because they're, they're underdogs, and if they win, they go to Lambeau likely. Right. So that I, I can't see that. that that's, that's not, what's he going to go, 200 yards? I mean, come on. <laughs> not happening. A.J. Brown is uh, 20 to 1. Now it gets juicy, Junior. Real Jamar juicy. Chase, 14 yep. to 1. Rushing. Henry's the favorite. Derrick Henry right. is the favorite. Hasn't played a game in three months. Right. right. Will he be rusty? What will he look like? The conditioning, all that. There's, there's, there's being in shape, and then there's football shape. But he is six to one to have the most playoff rushing yards. Fournette's seven, and then Mixon is eight, and Williams is ten, along with Aaron Jones. Oh, I this this one is all over the map. I don't know what to do with this one. No, I, you know, if uh, the Patriots could pull the upset in Buffalo, it's a big if. 
if they can win that game. But Damian Harris, the long shot on that board of 20 to 1, is a guy I might take a look at. He was having a huge game against the yeah. Bills the first time before he limped off with a hamstring injury. I just, it's, it's tough to bet the chalk here. Now, as far as the Those game. are good props. Yeah, they so, are. I mean, they are. Got to put a lot of thought into it. I'm not sure how much value is on that board. Yeah. Uh, now, as far as highest and lowest scoring teams, they do this every week. These are fun. Highest, uh, lowest scoring teams and lowest scoring games. These are good. Highest scoring team. <laughs> That's just this weekend. On Super, yeah. Wild, you're right. There's a couple of, right. There's, there's playoffs and then there's this weekend. The Chiefs are the favorites for most points. Mm-hmm. But we'll start with wild card weekend. Highest scoring team, no surprise, Chiefs plus 350. Uh, they took it easy on the Steelers in the second half, and they scored, what, 36 in the first meeting. Buccaneers 4-1. to one. Rams plus 550. <laughs> Bengals plus 550. Then you have Dallas at 7-1 and the Niners 9-1. Uh, to one. But, you, you know, Bill, it's just, I can't get there with the Bills, even though it's because of the damn weather. No, I think, I mean, again, I don't think you know, with something like this, do you, do you look at double digits? Do you go with the Cardinals? They put 37 on the board yeah. against the Rams the first time in L.A. Uh, it's hard It's hard for me to bet the any one of the uh, group of favorites. I just have to look at a longer shot. How about yeah. the bottom of the board? Big Ben and the Steelers, 50-1. <laughs> to <one. laughs> What are they going to get? Steelers are What's luck- realistic? Huh? Will they get 14? Can I, they get to 14? I, I think the ceiling is like 17, right? Okay. Doesn't it feel like the Steelers it was ceiling? rough. Yeah. Right now it's about 17 points unless the defense yeah. scores. Uh-huh. Yeah. Lowest, uh, you know, surprise, it's the Steelers. They're 3-1. to one. Patriots plus 450. Got to be concerned about Mac in the element Saturday night. And he struggled the last couple weeks. Had a great season. Good story to make the playoffs. But uh, Eagles 5-1. I, I, would li- I would lean Eagles, actually. Because you could still get Ben doing something in garbage time. And maybe the Patriots have success on the ground. Uh-huh. It's a horrible matchup for the Eagles. Uh, what are they, they? You can't run on Tampa. Eagles run for 158 yards per game. Tampa Bay defense allows, I think, 92 yards per game. Uh, so the Eagles' strength is playing right into the Tampa Bay strength, and uh, the Buccaneers are stronger. You're not going to be able to run much in a Buccaneers defensive front. Okay. Highest scoring game on Super Wild Card Weekend. Mm-hmm. San Francisco and Dallas. Plus three thirty, Arizona and the Rams plus three fifty. Then the Raiders and the Bengals again. It's going to be cold. Eagles and Bucks four to one. Well, how do you think? How do you think the, the Dallas game goes? Do you I think that's going to be a shootout? I do think it's. You going do to be okay. A shootout, yeah. I don't. I don't think the Cowboys are going to get a whole lot of stops against this Niners offense. And you can like you, have, you can throw on the San Francisco secondary. You sure can. And take shots yeah. deep. Yes. Steelers and Chiefs six to one, and then the Patriots and Bills uh, at the bottom at nine to one. And that's of course. Uh, then you have lowest scoring. Cardinals games. Rams should be a shootout as well. Monday night. Yeah, both games have been high scoring. Yep, lowest scoring game on Super Wild Card Weekend: Patriots and Bills plus two twenty five. Steelers and Chiefs four to one. I would I would take a shot with the Raiders Bengals game actually, mm-hmm. you know because it's going to be cold and I, I think Chernoff's onto something with going conservative. Maybe they try to get Mixon going. I mean you have to take away Chase somehow some way. Maybe the moment's too big for Burrow or Carr. I could see that. Uh, I don't think Jacobs will do much on Saturday. 
Eagles and Bucks plus five fifty. Cardinals and Rams six to one. 49ers and Cowboys seven to one. Well, I think the key with that uh, Raiders Bengals game you're talking about, you got two coaches and two quarterbacks who are in the playoffs for the first time. And then, so they're probably going to be yeah. conservative at the outset. And then most points in the playoffs: Kansas City minus one hundred five, Tampa plus three fifty, mm-hmm. Green Bay's eight to one, Dallas is ten, the Bills and the Rams are twelve to one for most points in the playoffs. Great props courtesy of DraftKings. Follow the money, Paulie and Matt. We'll talk to Johnny Avella from DraftKings in about fifteen minutes. Also, Chris Piper in studio, one of the five. Survivor winners and who he had to use in week 18. And it also became a sweat for him as well with over a million dollars on the line. We'll get to the college hoops card, some of Matt's golf plays, and more on the NFL playoffs. Straight ahead on Follow the Money coming up next. DraftKings Sportsbook is bringing back Hammer the Over. For the wild card round, you, the fans, have the power and betters. For every 5,000 people who bet the over in the wild card round, the line drops by half a point. Download the app now and Hammer the Over down. Available to play in select states. Must be 21C casino.draftkings.com for full details. Good hockey card last night. Uh, Toronto out here gets the win in overtime. The Colorado game was good. We only have three games tonight, but two big favorites early. The Leafs are $3 in Arizona on a back-to-back. We mentioned how bad Arizona's been with uh, in top-bottom. And the Bruins are three fifty already at home against Montreal. And you're down almost 20 units on Montreal, as bad as they've been, too. So uh, that Bruins first line, potent, something. And uh, they're 350 What are you looking at tonight in college basketball? You know, first I was going to ask you about the hockey game last night. Quickly, I watched the Leafs Golden Knights game. Are are you a fan of the three on three overtime? I love the it. shootout because you're a I hockey purist. I do too. I think it's entertaining. I love that. I thought the tie, you know, the ties with what they were, right. the old system and what they, I don't think. Yeah, yeah. I love the okay. three on three. All right. Uh, one thing we're going to look at is uh, Duke bouncing back from a loss to Miami, and uh, Duke is a four and a half point favorite at Wake. Actually, I'm seeing f- more fives on the screen now than four and a half. I'm not surprised. I thought four and a half was a little bit of a cheap price in this game. So Duke lost for the second time this season at home as a double-digit favorite to Miami over the weekend, 76-74. Miami did not even really play that great in that game. Four for 16 from three, uh, eight for 11 at the free throw line, and Duke actually had 17 free throw attempts. Um, Duke out-rebounded Miami 44-30 to in that game. I think the the one big reason the Blue Devils lost uh, Trevor Keels was only two for eleven from the field in that game, but that was a really surprising loss. I think you're going to see a Duke team with far more. T- this is a decent Wake team, but if you look at Wake's resume, you just don't have many uh, quality wins on there. This Duke team is far more talented. I expect a bounce back performance. So uh, I did make a small bet last night: Duke minus four and a half. Okay. Also going to look. At a uh, game tonight, and by the way, I've not been red hot in college basketball uh, recently. It's uh, been hard to get in a rhythm. Well, no on kidding. This. Huh? Oh, yeah, all these games being canceled. I mean, yeah, sure. Yeah. 
it's been a little bit disappointing with so many teams not playing. UCLA just went about a month yeah. without a game. You know, <laughs> we're talking about yesterday. Stanford knocked off USC. Mm-hmm. You handicap that situation. You think, well, Stanford's got to be rusty after about 17 days off, and they take down uh, the Trojans with no fans in the arena uh, up at Stanford. So there's been a lot of things. To me, it's been a little bit more difficult than usual to handicap. But uh, tonight, I'm going to look at the Mountain West. It's a late start, uh, 7.30 p.m. here on the West Coast. Nevada, a one-and-a-half to two-point home dog against Boise. And uh, I'm going to look at the home dog in that one. Actually, the best player on the on the court is going to be uh, playing for the Wolfpack tonight, and that's Grant Shurfield of, uh, of Nevada. 18.8 points, 6.6 assists per game. Shoots about 38% from three. And I made this number Nevada minus one and a half. It's Boise one and a half. So I've got the favorite flipped here. Four double digit scores for the Wolfpack. I like the home dog in Reno tonight. So let's go with uh, Nevada plus right now at the Westgate Superbook. You got plus two on the Wolfpack. Boise, another team, Paul, has, has not played a game since December 28th and has had three straight Mountain West games uh, canceled or postponed. Uh, so a long layoff for the Broncos before they go on the road to Reno tonight. That's about all I've got on tonight's schedule. I'm going to play Duke in uh, Nevada. What do you think of Colorado State at home? They're 11-1 and one on the season. Yeah. We were talking about this during the break, the no-show, destroyed by San Diego State. That's a good question because I was really surprised. The Rams are well-coached team. Nico Medved's one of the best coaches in the, on the West Coast, really. Doesn't get a whole lot of credit. Uh, but the Rams were one of the last unbeaten teams in college basketball. They go to San Diego State over the weekend and just get uh, boat raced by the Aztecs. They quit in the last uh, four or five minutes of that game. They quit and ended up losing by 30, 79 to 49. Are they embarrassed? Do they bounce back strong here? The thing is, Utah State's on a, a back-to-back and a road trip, went to Albuquerque on Saturday. Utah State was down 15 at the half, rallied, uh, the game goes to overtime. Utah State wins that one, ninety to eighty-seven, out in New Mexico. I would typically like to bet Colorado State in a spot like this, uh, but I'm not going to lay the, uh, the the five, five and a half because I really did not like what I saw from that Rams team uh, against San Diego State. They quit. That team uh, in the last four or five minutes mailed it in. So typically, I would look uh, at Colorado State here, but I don't like to play a lot of favorites. Uh, I think Duke's a little bit stronger favorite than Colorado State tonight. Good to see the Pac-12 with three teams in the top ten. We'll see how far USC drops. But USC took their first loss, as you mentioned yesterday, uh, UCLA. How about Arizona? I was going to ask you that. Where where, where are they in the pecking order? Love it. I think Arizona's the best team in the Pac-12 right now, even better than UCLA. Wow. Yeah. Mike Palm said the same thing. Okay. Who did? Mike Palm. You got a 6'11 and a 7'1 guy who are athletic. Uh, both athletic guys on the front line. You got a pretty good backcourt. And Tommy Lloyd, the former uh, top assistant to Mark Few at Gonzaga, has done a great job in his first year in Tucson. I think, uh, from what I've seen, I, I got a chance to see Arizona up close when uh, the Wildcats played in Vegas in November. I was blown away. And I think I mentioned to you and uh, Mitch on the show one day that. If you can grab Arizona at 30 or 40 to 1, play it uh, because, you know, it's not too late to pull the trigger. I could have had Arizona at 50, 60, 70 to 1. I waited about a few days too long. Uh, 40 to 1 was still a good price. That was before Arizona was a top 10 team. Uh, again, I think there's 15 to 20 teams that can win it. Arizona's 
in that upper echelon. I think uh, one one of the uh, top ten teams in college basketball. Okay, in the playoffs, you like the Patriots, the 49ers, and the Cardinals. Three dogs. That, right? Uh, and then what would you play at the Sony Open? Uh, let's see. We, we talked about uh, Hideki Matsuyama is one of the guys I played. And Wes Reynolds, I thought, had a really good point about this. About seven of the last eight winners at the Sony Open in Honolulu played in Maui the previous week. So I, I tried to focus mostly on the futures board and even in a couple matchups, I bet, on guys who uh, played last week at the Tournament of Champions. And uh, I went with Hideki Matsuyama at 18-1. to 1. And, by the way, if you bet golf, shop around for futures prices. Whether we're looking at DraftKings odds on the screen right now, whether you bet at DraftKings, Westgate Superbook, Jeff Sherman does a great job putting up fair golf uh, prices. Circa does an uh, outstanding job on the futures board. Uh, but shop around for these prices. Hideki Matsuyama, eighteen to one. I played him. I played um, Mark Leishman, and I got him at twenty to one. Leishman again, uh, really strong performance. Top ten last week in Maui. Hideki was uh, he was great last week. So those two guys, even though they didn't sniff the win, they're in pretty good form and they're warmed up after playing last week in Maui. So I'm not going to look at the favorites. Cameron Smith. Is the guy we hit last week, Brady Cannon, Wes Reynolds, and I each had him at uh, twenty-five to one. He's the favorite here in single digits. Webb Simpson profiles really well. Going to take try to hit a longer shot here. So Hideki eighteen to one, Leishman twenty to one. I know Andy Jeff likes Corey Connors. You can find him at around. I think it. Uh, he's, he's only twenty-two here, and he was he's thirty in other spots. Yeah, that's, twenty. That's surprising. Usually, Circus got the. Well, I mean, it's one guy, but certainly the best golf odds in the world. Yeah, I think that's telling you the circus taking some pretty sharp yes. action on yeah. Corey Connors at this point. Uh, I also played Kevin Kistner at thirty-five to one, okay. one of the uh, the best putters in the world. He's got two top fives here in his last four appearances. I went back and looked. I'm big on course form and current form. You go back and look at the last five tournaments played in Honolulu. Kevin Kistner is on the top of the leaderboard almost every time, and uh, a long shot, another Aussie. Uh, Cam Davis, I think right now it's circa 55 to 1. He played last week, played really well. That was a guy Jeff Seeley was uh, touting a week ago. Aussies play well in Hawaii. Uh, South Africans, Brandon Grace, I think you can take a look at. Uh, I talked about Leishman uh, from Australia. So that was the bomb that uh, I said Jeff Sherman and Jeff Seeley uh, both mentioned was uh, Brandon Grace. You can find him around mm-hmm. 75 to 1. So those are. Uh, some of the guys, if you're going to play the futures board or if you decide to play matchups, those are guys I would focus on in matchups. All right. Very good. What are you going to play Excellent. in the NFL this week? I I was so bad Sunday. I'm still looking. <laughs> I was so, so, because I had, yeah. we, we had a shot at the money and circa millions and, oh, God, I couldn't believe it. Had the Rams. Yeah. Had, I'd like the Chargers. I know we were on opposite sides of that. Uh, I mean, I, I did no business cash in that, but I still haven't decided what. I think I'm going to go. I, I don't want to. I, I think I like the Bills because of the weather. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it's going to impact Matt Jones. Matt Jones. Cowboys is uh, tough, and I I I'm, I played that first half uh, Raider game under. I'm going to turn off on that one. Okay. But that I, that that's a horrible spot for the Raiders. You play Sunday night overtime, and you're the early game Saturday. Oh, it's and a, the Bengals sat everybody. 
terrible situation. Yes, it is. It's, it's going to be a mentally and physically exhausting game you play emotionally on Sunday night, and then you have to go hit the road and play the early game on yes. Saturday. Yeah, it's a terrible yeah. situational spot for the Raiders. The liability was huge Sunday if it was a tie in the Sunday night game. We'll uh, go through that with Johnny Avello. Playoff matchups, recap the national title game with Georgia and Alabama, and also the Draymond Green prop controversy as well. And then Ross Tucker. Talk NFL playoffs and Flores getting whacked as well. All that straight ahead for all the money, Paulie and Matt. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare The Sports Betting Network. Back on Fall the Money. Paulie and uh, Matt Humans. We'll get to uh, Ross Tucker in uh, 15 minutes to talk NFL playoffs. DraftKings Sportsbook, official sports betting partner of the NFL. And during the playoffs, new sportsbook customers can bet $5 and win $280 if your team wins. Download the app or sign up with the code VEASAN. Must be 21 casino.draftkings.com for full details. Another great promotion at DraftKings, and every week at this time, it's DraftKings Sportsbook Director Johnny Avello, and he joins us now. Thanks for getting up early as always. All right, take us through, my friend. Take us through the liability, what you were staring at if that game Sunday night ended in a tie. Ooh, it was building. Uh, it It started around 4 o'clock or so. We were in pretty bad shape then. And with an hour and a half, and I'm talking uh, West Coast time, yeah. with about an hour, hour and 15, 20 minutes before kickoff, it just got worse. Um, and, you know, games can fall in ties, no question, they happen. But, you know, the guys actually played out the game. And if the guys are going to take knees the whole game, yes, that, and I couldn't see that happening. And so, but they did play out the game. And, it, and you know, I think the Denver coach, coached the poor game and he probably helped us because if he doesn't call the timeout from what I read, uh, Raider coach was going to run out the clock. Yeah. Brandon Staley of the chargers has made some uh, questionable decisions. He was getting uh, barbecued mm-hmm. on Twitter for that timeout in the final minute. what do you think of that, Paul? I still, I still think he might kick the field goal at the gun. Yeah. If it's from 55, cause he hasn't missed a field goal. I think so too. And, th- and he had to get the personnel set, but I, I can't believe that that would have been so perfect and fitting that they don't try for the tie, but it still falls a tie. I mean, once you trade field goals, Johnny, wouldn't you think, okay, we're just going to run and punt and there would be the agreement because they were both in with the tie. Once they traded field goals, it was crazy. 
Yeah, you know, you don't want a game. You don't want guy, uh, players and coaches on the field playing for ties. But they did play a complete game. And, you know, if they just ran the ball and ran it out at that point, uh, why not? You know, I mean, I, I don't think anybody would have complained about it. But, uh yeah, it was bizarre ending, guys. It really was. You know, Paul, we were on the air, JVT and I, That's here right. on the opening yeah. line show Sunday night, and everybody was saying, oh, they're just going to play for a tie. I said, if you're the Raiders, you have to play for the win here because if you win, you go to Cincinnati. It was this while the final drive? Yeah, or was yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah during yeah. the final drive. Yeah, Cincinnati, KC, uh, right. Yeah, you you want to go to Cincinnati, not Kansas City, and I'm not even sure the Raiders coaches – uh, had a grasp of that concept yeah. at that time. Did you notice the tempo slowed down significantly? <laughs> yes, yes. And the, But the big play pass yeah, to uh, yeah. Jones, and the, it looked like they were no rush on first down. How strange was Week 18 in some of the zo- uh, results in big line movements? How did Week 18 treat you? Week 18 was excellent for us guys. You know, we a lot of times uh, places lower limits. We did not do that. Uh, and most of the games turned out really well for us. Uh you know, the, the Colts game being one of the big games. Actually, the Jets game was, too, uh, you know, the, as they bet the Jets in that one. Uh, but, you know, we had – and then, of course, the Raider game was one of the higher handles of any NFL game this year. Mm. So it was – and then New York came on board. So New York was on board yes. on Saturday. So our handle was just unbelievable, and uh, and we had a good profit, too. Okay. How did Monday night go then? Well, I'm sure the biggest bet game, college game in history of the uh, company. Easily. Yeah. Uh, easily. Yeah. And uh, and also worked out well for us too. Uh, that's the side we needed. We took took a ton of Alabama money line, and uh, you know we were on a hook for a pretty good amount if uh, Alabama got there. And you know when I look when I I watched a good piece of the game, Alabama was surely the better team. Uh, probably beat them eight out of ten, but. Hey, they were lacking personnel, and, uh, you know, it, Georgia made a couple of big plays, and that's how they got there. Let's talk about NFL Wild Card Weekend. We've got uh, six games, two on Saturday, three Sunday, and one Monday. Johnny, if uh, if you're not a bookmaker, if you're on our side of the counter and you, you could bet one side this weekend, which would it be? Well, these games are extremely tough. You know, normally you'll find a, a weak spot in here, and it's hard to find that weak spot. But the the one game, I guess I would probably I would probably side with the Cards getting more than a field goal uh, because the, it looks like the Cards are kind of back in stride a little bit now. And uh, you know, the Rams just kind of play. Look at the game they played on on Sunday. You know, seventeen zero lead and lose the game. Mm-hmm. So. The other team's always in it, and these two, you know, this will be the third time they played this year. So uh, I, I, I like the cards in a close one. How big is the handle going to be Monday night on that uh, Cardinals-Rams game? Is that, That's going to be the biggest bet game of the weekend? Uh, I think so. Um, it is it is a Monday night game, so it'll, it'll probably play out like a big Monday night game uh, like the Raider game did last week. I think the other game is going to get bet pretty heavily on our network is going to be the Pats Bills on Saturday. Mm. That's the second of the two. The Raiders Bengals are the fir- is the first game. They're all going to get played pretty heavily, but you know, I just I just know that game with those two teams the way those games were bet previous because this is the third time they've played in five weeks, mm. and um, the other three were all bet pretty heavily. So that'll be a big one, and then uh, probably on the uh, on the the Sunday night slate. 
Um, I think it's going to probably be the you know 49ers Cowboys going to be maybe one of the bigger bet games on Sunday. You, you know, it's interesting how social media can change things. And, and one one report, and you got to be on it. And whoever gets to the to the app or could click the fastest. Uh, what, what can you take us through that? What that was like with the Draymond Green prop bet, and the news came down right before tip. What was going to happen? He was just going to be there for the opening tip foul, and then walk off the floor. Yeah, tough situation here, guys, because we we're getting conflicting reports. He's in, and then even before game time, you know, he was out. Then they said he was back in again. So, uh, yeah, we weren't sure what this all meant, and then we found out. You know, it's going to go in and and uh, and play a shorter amount of time. That's tough for bookmakers, guys, because we put up a guy must play to have action. Uh, you know, and then a guy goes in there for you know a minute. That's not playing. So. Uh, you know, it would put us in a tough situation. I was going to say, if he plays, though, you pretty much have to pay the prop, don't you? I mean, it's kind of like in a golf tournament. If a guy hits his drive on the first hole and he's got a back injury, those, those bets are action. Yeah, yeah, uh, that's exactly right, Maddie. So uh, we paid up a lot of props. Some of the stuff that we did, we, there were some refunds involved, too. Some uh, bets were paid, so it was a combination of the two. Johnny, uh, you probably how much money can you take in a prop like that in that short amount of time? Because you only had a few minutes to bet, and the prop yeah. limits are not that high, right? Yeah, they they are on for you know some players certainly have high limits on it, and some have you know moderate limits. Uh, but they're when you're in a when you're in a network like us in that many states, you'd be surprised how many bets you can take in a short amount of time. Mm-hmm. I mean it. Yeah, I mean they were firing in. So uh yeah, it's not like a you know retail book where the guys at the count oh, there's five guys at the counter. That's not the way it works. On the digital app, uh you can take a, a, a lot of action in a short amount of time. All right, my friend. Take care of yourself. Be safe. Flu's going around and uh good luck this weekend. We'll talk to you next week. Thanks a lot, guys. See ya. Right. There you go. Well this the thing with that was same game parlays. Of course, you saw some of those tickets sure, that were out there. Sure. I mean, and, it just, it's all okay. He's, he's going to he's playing five seconds. And I can see why everything a bookmaker, parlay, I can everything see why a bookmaker would object mm-hmm. to that. The same game parlay uh, angle. Also, if you're behind mm-hmm. the book and you see a flurry of bets coming in on a prop on one side, you say, "Hey, what's up with this? Yeah. Let's shut down this prop right now." I thought Rufus Peabody had an interesting tweet about that. Um, if you placed the same game parlay on Draymond Green unders and got severely limited as a result, mm-hmm. I have zero sympathy and agree with the book's decision. Professional sports better Rufus Peabody. His interesting take on it. Well, what happened? It's, you know, it, was, it was a bizarre situation. I know you did a great breakdown with Von Tobel on the edge yeah. about that, too. Uh, I still that, think it's books. Yeah. No, I know. Yeah. I, agree, yeah, yeah. I, I agree with what Rufus yeah. is saying, but I also. I think the, it's the book's responsibility to pay out those props. You got it posted. The information's out there. Uh, if I see, if I'm if I'm a bookmaker, I see a flurry of bets coming in on Dream On Under. Right. Say, hey, what's up with this? Let's shut this prop down right now. I'll agree with that too. Okay. Absolutely. Yeah. Yes. It also goes. It speaks to the to the handle that they hold to the, what they hold on those same game parlays. That you can what you can get those down sure. for how much you can bet on those yeah. and how that adds up and with astronomical payouts. I know plenty as well. of uh, sharp betters in Vegas who've got, who've been shut down or limited, severely limited, because they get they were trying to play the same game parlays and a bookmaker objected. Yeah, so okay. Ross Tucker up next. Well, he uh, he was <laughs> at 
the Week 18 game. We almost had the tie, one of the best games you're ever going to see. We'll get to the NFL playoffs with him, what game that he likes against the spread, and maybe a future as well. And how do we end this SEC dominance as he covers college football as well? We'll get to all that coming up with Ross and another million-dollar winner, Chris Piper, Circus Survivor winner, and a local, too, in half an hour. Paulie and Matt Humans in for Mitch. Follow the money, all that straight ahead coming up. Bet Rivers. Bet Rivers. Bet Rivers. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare 